1: Welcome back good people to the breakout finder show here on the roto underworld radio network the enterprise man before we got on i saw cody doing the best ball show underdog fantasy man you know that's hustling that's that boy he is he that rooster is cocking that big that big rooster is that cock is out there with that big rooster and you know, do, doing that stuff with Underdog Fantasy is just dope, man. And and seriously, it's, you know, draft anytime, anywhere, any hour of the day. Private league's getting set up. Make sure you use that promo code UNDERWORLD when you sign up. First-time deposits get a $25 bonus, man. Just that's the place to be. ADP, Larky's doing stuff with ADP over there. So if you want to dominate your best ball leagues, best ball drafts on Underdog, make sure you tapped in. To the Roto Underworld Radio. Enterprise. Call it an enterprise, dude. At this point, Kelly has built an absolute machine here, you know. Um, I, I've been listening. I've been listening, Lopes, to, to a lot of stuff that, that Kelly has been laying down. A lot of stuff, man. He had the, uh, he had the Reddit guy on. Did you happen to catch that show? Did you Did you listen to it?
0: kelly uh kelly shot me a text or two and he was and he was uh he was summarizing a little bit a little bit about it i i'm surprised he he hooked up with him that's a that's a pretty bold thing to do for a guy to to smear your name on this great big internet of ours to bring him on to
1: almost break bread with him i guess right man i'm gonna I'm tell you this i'm listening to that show and all i could think about is i've never seen or heard matt kelly be as reserved as he was. I was so impressed with his <laughs> composure, with his just professionalism on that yeah. show. Yeah. Matt Kelly said, I apologize and I'm sorry more than I ever have heard him do. Like, I mean, he literally... I, I, maybe I got like three quarters of the way through the entire show, mm-hmm. and I was just done. Um, the, the Reddit guy, I mean... <laughs> the, the, the dude is just soft to me like i'm sorry there's no other way to say it like just fucking soft man like you shouldn't talk to people that way and i'm not a big fan of curse words and you shouldn't use those words and i'm just i'm listening to it All i'm thinking about is, let your i hope your fucking testicles drop sometime soon like i gotta cue this shit up tonight man i gotta i gotta dive in i guess go back and listen to it because okay. like matt did matt did again Kudos to him for laying the platform. I mean, beautiful job. I mean, there's there's nobody that jumps on the mic that's better than Kelly. Like, he's just, yeah, I think yeah, he's, I, I really think he's one of the best on I, the yeah, mic. I how mean, he just, you know, his command of the mic, how he can move in and out of things. Like, I aspire to be that dude on dude, the microphone.
0: He's fast on his toes, man, for sure
1: is quick, man, and, and, and the setup of it, and again, his humility through that, saying, you know, I shouldn't have called the guy a piece of shit, like, the second thing that I said to him, on my, I shouldn't have called him this, but just listening to this other dude just, like, basically complain about the way that Matt interacted, I, to me, I just, I guess, I just, I'm cut from a different cloth, man, You, you don't... two things that I live by. First of all, you don't ever count another man's pockets. You don't ever do that, man. You Mm -hmm. You don't count another man's pockets, talk about what he should and shouldn't be buying, should and shouldn't be doing with his finances. And then two, like if you don't care for the way that somebody is saying something, then move the fuck on, man. But to sit here and tell me or tell him, I don't like how you talk to people or I... Like, come on, man. Like how fucking old are we? Like this is... Just please, anybody out there who has not heard the show, the Reddit Takedown show, just listen to it because I think it I think up. it start it it started off. There could have been good potential on both sides of this coin because the dude, yes. to his credit, he laid out his case and all of that. Sure. But after a while, it just sounded like a broken record on repeat, Lopes. And I just just give it a spin. I, I, you won't be able to finish I it. Will. It's it's brutal will. through <laughs> the middle. Absolutely brutal. But. You know, kudos to Kelly. Kudos to Kelly. Yeah, yeah. It's big stuff, man. But we cannot, can't let Kelly off the hook here. We can't let Kelly off the hook for attacking my boy, my partner in crime. The yeah. co- I didn't even introduce you. Ryan Lopes at Still Ryan 5. I mean, <laughs> slandering your good name. We, we have pressing business out here, right? There's, there's, no, there's no time for introductions, bro. There's no, there's absolutely no time. We, have, you have limited time in the day, so we don't, we can't even introduce you. But the, the, the slanderous conversation, yeah, of your name, uh, uh our good friends, uh, Matt Kelly, Nate List. Uh, Nate List. He, he did it to me. The first husband of the breakout Friday. Yeah, yeah. just <laughs> out there, just, just trashing you. And I, and I have to say this. Yeah, folks, yeah. There was a part in the show where they were talking Mm -hmm. about Kyle Pitts and his ADP. And they talked about Superflex, tight end premium. You'd be a fool. You are an absolute fool to draft Kyle Pitts, you know, 101, 102. Lopes, I am a man of transparency. I am a man that keeps it real. Sure. I, sir, in a two-point per reception tight end premium league, I drafted Kyle Pitts at 102. I did it. I did this. I did this weeks ago. I, I I understand that tight ends don't score fantasy points. Get it? I get it. I don't think we've seen a player like this. I'm just. That's just my opinion. That's yeah. just my opinion. Now you you are out in front. Of, you are leading the pack here. Like for better for worse, bro. For better for worse at this point. Listen, I am. <laughs> I'm full of shit because I, I sit here and say I have your back, but you are out. You, you're out there by yourself. <laughs> you're right? watching
0: me from like a safe distance. Like when I'm, the explosion goes off, like you're probably going to be okay, but your boy's engulfed in flames.
1: I'm the dude that, that comes up to the fight, that shows up to the fight talking mad shit, right? And the, <laughs> when the first punch swings, you don't find me anywhere in the fight. And then after the fight, I come back and I'm like, man, what happened? Yo, bro? It was good. It was yeah. good. I was ready. I'm here. So Lopes. Please defend yourself. This is your show, damn it. This is your show. (laughs) Talk about why drafting Kyle Pitts as high as you're willing to take him is the right move.
0: Yeah, and and I want to clear a few things up off the bat because you and I have spent plenty of time on Kyle Pitts because you and I have a connection to Kyle Pitts. You and I both think very highly of Kyle Pitts. That's not something you should be ashamed about. That's not something I'm ashamed about. Uh, there's a lot of sharp. We had Scott Barrett. You know you know I talked to Mr. Scott Barrett. Sharp sharp fantasy mind in his own right. Uh and and he wants to be well ahead. Lopes. Lopes. Stop the show. Uh-oh. Stop the fucking show. Uh-oh. Stop the presses.
1: I'm not even hooked up to a microphone.
0: Nah, you got to be kidding me. Is that right? Uh no mic? Oh no. We I've seen it all, right? You 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 saved your best trick for the last show, bro. You saved your best trick for the last show, man. yo you know what's crazy and i should have said something but i just i don't know really what's going on but like you you sounded a bit different not in a bad way you just sounded different like it didn't to me to these untrained ears like you sounded normal you sounded like you had a bit of a cold that's all to me that's you sounded like you were just a little congested
1: (laughs) so we're at a we're at a critical point here we're at a we're at a critical point we can we can either continue i switched to the microphone so i should sound good we could we can either continue and have kelly be extremely pissed for seven minutes and 30 seconds because i i feel like i laid out gold like at the beginning i feel.
0: oh dude your intro was perfect so question for you is like that shit that we just did it's recorded it just sounds different is that correct yeah okay okay yeah bro like to me you sound good, but like I know Kelly. To your points, so we're gonna be like, oh, oh man, Ray and this. Yo, honestly, bro, it's your last shit. Fuck it. Let's just keep rolling, man. Let's just keep rolling.
1: Let's just continue with the show. Let's continue. Will you sound like this going forward,
0: or will you sound like pre? Will it revert back or something? Or
1: no, I'm good. I mean, this is we're. This is it's it's money going forward and normally i check the audio of the show
0: i should have spoke to me again to me it sounded like you were good but just like a a different
1: not different bad all right let's be how bad was it how dude? uh, on a scale of one to ten how how mad is kelly gonna be
0: so if if 10 is like my mic the first month i got it mad um i would say that you're probably you're safely probably at like a two or three bro it's minimal
1: let's keep let's continue the show continue the show continue the fucking show.
0: So 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 I'll I'll go, I'll jump right back in. So I want to, let me, let me clear a few things up with, with my Kyle Pitts fandom. And like I said, you are ahead of them. I'm ahead of them. Uh, We should be proud of that. We had Scott Barrett on the show who is certainly ahead of him. I believe Scott's nugget to us was that he hasn't been this confident in a fantasy asset since a Christian McCaffrey. And for those that have played ball, and know what Christian McCaffrey does, he's been a pretty solid fantasy asset to say the least. So to, for someone like Scott to come on the show, bless Kyle Pitts, uh, and at the same time kind of drag me through the mud a little bit as well. But again, he blessed Kyle Pitts in the end, which is all we care about. Um, a, a, as much as I like this player, Ray, like in Superflex, I've I've still been okay and, and riding with guys like Trevor Lawrence at the top at the 101, guys with Justin Fields at the 102. The one hundred two, one hundred three—that's where like the conversation starts. Just like you just said, and at a one hundred two and a tight end premium, I, I'm okay gobbling up pits. I want to gobble up pits there. If you want to play it safer in a tight end premium super flex league, and you want to you want double back on the quarterback, I get that too. But that's where the conversation starts for me. There's even a further conversation there with the Jamar with, with the Jamar Chase. Uh, you know, where do you, where do you go at the one hundred three, one hundred four? Is it Chase? Is it Pitts? Again, in end Premium Leagues, for me, it's a no brainer. I'm I'm going with the Titan. I'm going with Kyle Pitts. Um, and and the thesis hasn't changed for me, bro. It's it's simple. You 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 hit on it yourself. We don't see players like Kyle Pitts often. I know people are gonna cite Ah, Talkinson was good and 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 Noah Fant was good. And, and all these and all these tight ends to come, you know, the o j. Howard, these guys were good. We were happy. We were excited about these players. We absolutely were excited about these players. And we had the right to. they were they were either producers. They were high-end athletes. They were a combination of the two. Landing spots were good, et cetera. So again, all these stars aligned. And just because you know tight ends tend to again, it's that, it's that narrative that gets pushed on us. Ray is that that tight ends? Everything's delayed. It takes a year. It takes two years or whatever it is. At the end of the day, for me, the thesis is I want to chase high-end profiles, high-end producers, high-end athletes. Kyle Pitts is all that. So if I'm gonna go down swinging. Uh, in in the top five, the top five picks with Kyle Pitts, I'm happy with that man because he checked those boxes for me. End of the day, and and if he does hit, he's going to hit in a big way. That's that that's just what those players do when they are that caliber. Um, so uh, yeah, don't don't be don't be scared. Don't don't listen to the Matt Kelly's talking you out of this stuff here, man. Don't be scared. Draft good players. Draft stars. Draft these standout prospects, and 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 be confident
1: in that. Be happy about that. In, in this league. That, that I took Kyle Pitts at the one and 2 It's two points per reception uh, for okay. the tight ends. I don't even know if there are any bonuses or, you know, first down, all that kind of shit, but I know that tight ends get two points per reception. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what Travis Kelsey averaged in that league scoring? You know, since, you know, because Kelsey averaged 27 points per game in, in the two-point. Darren Waller averaged 23 points per game. Mark Andrews, who's considerably, you know, stepped down from 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 that tier, he averaged sixteen point seven points per game. Kirk Cousins, you know, Kirk, we we look at Kirk Cousins as like a middle middle tier kind of, uh, you know, quarterback, right? Like s- s- solid starter. We talked about Matt Jones potentially being, you know, a Kirk Cousins type player. You know how many points per game he averaged in this league. He averaged 20, which was lower than Waller, Kelsey, and a little bit ahead of Mark Andrews. That's the quarterback position. So we're talking about Travis Kelsey, and, 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 and neither of us are saying that Kyle Pitts is going to be Travis Kelsey in 2021. I think that's ludicrous to even assume or even utter those words. But can he be close to that by next season? Yeah. And there's this idea that you can buy tight ends cheaper their second season, their third season. I don't think that's going to be the case because of the fact that where he's going right now, people are paying 102, 103 prices for Kyle Pitts. I'll tell you right now, uh, the league that I have at 102, I've had, I had an offer. I shit you not, six, there's some other pieces to this puzzle, but six 2022 first round picks what was offered to me to get Kyle Pitts in this package. And I was like, no, I don't want it. Now, it wasn't just six for Kyle Pitts. There was some other stuff. But the point is, I don't believe that you're going to be able to get him cheaper a year from now. I don't believe that's the case, man. I, I think this is one of those situations where we pride ourselves here at Red Underworld for being ahead of the curve, right? For being ahead on Cam Akers. For being ahead when when when, when the rankings team ranked Jonathan Taylor a top you know, two running back in dynasty when everybody was like, oh, you're crazy. Now we look at it right now. I mean, he's top two in dynasty. You know what I mean? We pride ourselves for being ahead. And there are tons of people in the in the, in the industry, Scott Barrett being one of the leaders, saying this dude's a Hall of Fame. Give him a gold jacket right now. So in I, I agree with Kelly and Liss and the masses, like, you know, half point per reception. I don't know if I'd be able to take him that high, right? You know. PPR leagues, I mean, we talked about it throughout the the entire process, man. What's so funny is it seems like everybody just caught on to Kyle Pitts like from February to the draft, right? We were talking about him in October, and there were people that we know in this industry, September, October. Shit, I was talking about him last season who were like, if he were a wide receiver, he'd be the wide receiver one in the class. you know, Wide receiver one, wide receiver two up there with Jamar Chase. So if 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 we're looking at him and and I get it, he's got the T E designation, and he can play in line, but he's so dominant on like it's it's a mismatch problem. And in an offense that's going to throw the ball seven hundred fucking times in 2021, I, I think Kyle but Kyle Pitts could smash this year. I'm not saying he's going for 1,300 yards. I'm not fucking saying that. But you know, he goes out there, he catches. If he, in his rookie season, if he's like 65 for 875 and and seven, you know what I mean? Like you're not getting him cheaper going into 2022. It's not happening, man. So it's like you either pay up for him now or you don't ever have Kyle Pitts. Like that's really what it boils down to. And, And real quick, real quick, Lopes, the cheapest place that you normally get these players are in your rookie drafts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's what it is. Um, And I'm telling you right now, and I heard Nate talking about like trade back, like trade back in the league where I took him at one Oh two, the guy at one Oh three was, he was like, that was my dude. Like you fucked me. Like I was taking him at one Oh three. So, I mean, you either pay up or you don't get him.
0: It, and what, what I was going to say, what's, what's so fascinating about Pitts uh, is it's just the context of this class, because you and I talked about a little bit about, you know, leading up to the draft at the draft, a little bit after the draft. You know, a lot of people, for whatever the reason, right or wrong, a lot of people soured on this draft class, certainly the running backs were always there wasn't a position group of strength. It wasn't a position group of any any of us were truly excited about outside of like the top name or two or three, whatever it was. But it, it it quickly trailed off. It it stayed stagnant forever. But the wide receivers, a lot of that buzz from what I saw in my timeline, anyways, a lot wide receiver wise, calmed down in general, this class was kind of um again frowned upon. I I guess you know there was it, it was it was dubbed a weaker class. And what's what's interesting to me is that we have a guy like Kyle Pitts who theoretically should, you know, a standout star in his own right should rise to the top. And people are still hesitant about pulling the trigger, making the selection. Um, and I, I agree with, with Nate. You and I talk plenty about trading back and trading down. That that should always be an option on the table. That should always be something you look to do. Um, but it's hard for us to sit here and say that that's always going to again, no one, we, we don't play in your leagues. You know what I mean? We, we don't know how stingy people are or, or how easy it is to navigate up and down these boards. Trade down should always be an option, but if you're staying put and you're at the top of these drafts, man, Kyle Pitts, especially in this class where, again, a lot of people looked around and said, ah, the wide receivers, they're not as deep as we thought. They're not as talented as we thought. The running backs we know are bad. Sit there and take, be happy about Kyle Pitts, the 102, 103, 104. You should be, again, in the context of this class especially, you should be very, very happy walking away with a player like Kyle Pitts.
1: Yeah, there we go. I mean, I just, I, I think it was only right to give you and the opportunity to respond to the thousands uh that you, that apparently you have led astray. It, it, it's been dope to see the
0: mentions, bro. It, to the the mentions have have backed your boy considerably. I've been I've been happy to see that. Uh, but there are those of course, like you said the thousands who I've, I'm I'm leading off a cliff here, um that aren't too happy with 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 my stance. But but for as many people are that are certainly back in the Kellys of the world here, um, there are a lot of people coming out in force, you know, behind you, Ray, behind myself, drafting Kyle Pitts. So.
1: Yeah, well, let's let's ruffle the feathers a little bit more, because uh, in this show, we're going to these are this is the hot take show. We are going to we are going to drop some takes that people aren't going to like. And some people may love them. But you know what? We just don't give a fuck. And we are going to tell you how we feel, tell you what we think and drop some hot Early, early rookie takes that will probably be proven incorrect by August once players get hurt and cut and all that other stuff. But I'm going to pop it off. I'm going to pop it off. And while the ADP of this player is just continuing to rise, I mean, you know, top 10 pick in, in rookie drafts, you can get the better version of said player rounds later. And I believe that health... You know, as long as they're healthy, right? If somebody gets hurt, of course. I think Elijah Mitchell is going to outscore Trey Sermon here in 2021. I don't think Mm. either of them are going to be these dominant fantasy assets. But when you're just talking about skill set and what these players do, I know one was drafted in round three, one was drafted in round five. But I do believe that the skill set of Elijah Mitchell, the speed, the athleticism, the burst, the production, you know, even though it was outside of a P5 conference, you know, he's in the Sun Belt. You know, he wasn't getting usurped by Kennedy Brooks. He wasn't getting usurped by Ramondre Stevenson and Master Teague. And while recency bias has us believing that Trey Sermon is the second coming of Marshawn Lynch because (laughs) of the last three out of four games that he played in and his collegiate. Think about that. He did absolutely nothing, really, until the last, like, three or four games of his collegiate career, and he was there, like, all four years, okay? So we talk about Devontae Smith coming back. At least Devontae Smith produced at some point. Uh, You know, Trey Sermon's a—I like Trey Sermon. I think he's a fine player. I think he's a good football player. I think he's going to help the San Francisco 49ers out. But to draft him ahead of Rondell Moore, to—people are taking him ahead of Devontae Smith— Jalen Waddle. We're seeing all kinds of stuff because he landed in San Francisco. I'd prefer the cheaper option, the player that I believe to be the superior athlete, the superior talent. Doesn't have the draft capital, but I do believe that Elijah Mitchell will end up outscoring Trey Sermon here in 2021 and beyond.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how faithful the Trey Sermon bunch is anymore. Again, I think you summed up his his outlook nicely, I think he's he's a fine player. I think he's going to be serviceable to a level. I know San Francisco is a bit, a bit murky here and there as far as workload and, and all that going on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Sermon's a player that I certainly focused on a lot early on, especially in his, in, in his Oklahoma career. So excited to see how that plays out. I got a, I, I got a couple wide receiver-related takes for you here, Ray. And I'm going to start off maybe a little on the, on the cooler side. Is it a hot take to suggest that our guy, w- one of our guys, I think a player that you and I agreed on, Elijah Moore, landed in new york is it a hot take to say that he might come out the gates as a top 24 wide receiver is that is that spicy or is that is that is that really spicy like give me a give me a give me a spice level here i, I want to know where i'm at for my next one
1: we're not super spicy we are a we, we're louisiana hot sauce right <laughs> on the tongue you know it's got a little heat to it. it's it got a little kick it's not super spicy but man over Corey davis um you know uh, that's 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 a lot. That to top twenty four as a rookie. Top Just state your case. State your gates, case, brother. Out
0: the gates. And again, it it feels weird being on this platform because as much as again I liked Elijah Morgan, I know you certainly trumpeted him as well, and he's a player that you and I both kind of centered it on. Uh, uh certainly a talent. Uh, the New York Jets, the landing spot for me. Uh, I've sat on this very show, and I've had questions about their quarterback and their quarterback decision. I guess my my thought around this pick is that maybe you know the two rookies. You know Zach Wilson and 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 Elijah Moore. Maybe there's a connection out the bat, out the gates. And I I say that as a Denzel Mims fan through and through. Maybe there's something special there, man. Maybe there's there's that rookie connection and the stars just align. And we find Elijah Elijah Moore at the top, not not even at the top of the depth chart per se. But again, the the receptions pile up and his work after the catch, what he does so well. Maybe maybe that continues to shine, you know, right out the gates. And so for me. I'll start off a little spicy, man. I'll, I'll say he has a top twenty-four ceiling uh, as early as his as his as his rookie career. there. assuming, man, assuming Zach Wilson, you know, gets things right, gets things going out the out the gate. There's so much that depends on that quarterback, of course.
1: I feel like you're being. I, I feel like you're just. I feel like you're just putting the tip in. I feel like you're just. You're cautious right now. <laughs> you're a little hesitant. I need you to just. I need you to just go in.
0: What I really wanted to say was that Terrence Marshall had a top twenty-four. That's what I really wanted to say.
1: This is this is not tease and please show. All right, this is fucking go get it, man. You got to come with it, Lopes. And and that that was that was Louisiana, but that wasn't spicy enough. Okay, warm me up, bro. What's next? Well, it was shit, I start. I already primed you up with the first take, <laughs> Elijah Mitchell over Trey Sermon. But, you know, Elijah Elijah Moore, when you look at the breakout finder, the breakout gauge, uh, you know, updated um, to account for some things. I mean, Elijah Moore is right behind Jamar Chase and Rondell Moore. So, uh, listen, they, they drafted him high. He was damn near a first-round pick. You know, if the first round had a couple of more picks, he's right in there, um, paired to a young quarterback. So, it could be Zach Wilson's best friend and – you know, we are Chris Herndon. I am a habitual Chris Herndon truther. I will never quit, quit, quit Chris Herndon. Quit, I, I will never fucking quit Chris Herndon <laughs> if I can get it out. But I mean, you know, if if he's not, you know, the short area target getter, then Elijah Moore has probably got a really good chance to, to, to fill that role. So I've got one here and uh, this young man uh, featured the, the Roto Underworld Enterprise on a hype video and just, you know, using us as motivation uh, for this Unreal. season. I fucking I'm love it. I'm surprised it, it took I, that
0: long, yeah. I love it, man.
1: <laughs> um, but I do believe that outside of Jamar Chase, Rashad Bateman, Devontae Smith, maybe Jalen Waddle, I think Dwayne Eskridge is going to outscore every other rookie wide receiver. I think he outscores Elijah Moore. I believe he's going to outscore Rondell Moore, Terrace Marshall, Amari Rogers, Josh Palmer. I think Dwayne Eskridge... When we wrap up the 2021 season, he will have produced like a top five rookie wide receiver and the ADP that he's currently being drafted at is going to be a massive bargain. Dwayne Eskridge, like, listen, at this point, the age doesn't matter. You know, R. Kelly said it best. Age ain't nothing but a number.
0: I think he said (laughs) that. He's got an R. Kelly quotable.
1: I think Pretty Ricky also said that in the song, too, but... Yeah, uh, that might be a little too cultural for y'all. Y'all might not know about pretty Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. But Dwayne Eskridge, man, tethered to Russell Wilson. You've got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I mean, he's the number three there. Uh, I know they brought in Gerald Everett at tight end, but what he likes to do is go downfield and Russell Wilson can throw the moon ball when he's given the opportunity. It's just a lot of speed on that offense and they invested heavily in Dwayne Eskridge. So, you know, while... I'm not a big fan of his of his late breakout. I'm not a big fan of his age, the situation, the opportunity, and the and the, and the talent and the highlight video. I think Dwayne Eskridge finishes this season, and you know what? I'm I'm calling you out for not being spicy enough, but I, I I've got him as a top five rookie wide receiver, man, and he's right there with Jalen Waddle for me. I mean, it's it's Chase, it's Smith, it's uh, you know. <sighs> Fuck! Who's the other guy that I said? Bateman. I think Bateman's gonna cook. I think Bateman's gonna eat with Lamar Jackson. It's yeah. just
0: you seen the you seen the picture of Bateman putting on put on some weight. I guess, I guess it's two hundred plus or two two ten or some shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I I think Bateman. I, I'm not even. I I know people are. Can I'm not worried about the landing spot. I think he and and Lamar Jackson are gonna make an outstanding pairing. But I think Dwayne Eskridge is gonna be right there, wide receiver four, wide receiver five in the 2021 class when it's all said and done.
0: Yeah, that's that that's definitely that got a little bite to it man because like you said we you and i we had our faces uh I, I i luckily wasn't doing any talking but you and i definitely had our faces plastered over mr Dwayne eskridge's uh i guess rebuttal or or mixtape back to 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 those the to those that doubted him i'm honestly surprised it took that long for for any one of these shows to get put on some players uh tape right there so definitely definitely dope to see and and i really do wish him the best i, I hope i hope he clips that and puts it puts it in his video but uh Man, how about how about this one? I'm I'm I I said I had a couple wide receiver ones. I'm gonna pivot away from that real quick. Going back to our guy, another one of our guys, Jalen Hurts. Is it spicy to say he ha- he is going to be a top ten quarterback? No. this coming
1: season. No, that ain't spicy. That that should be a fucking given. Top top eight, top eight. I think that's I think that's floor, dude. Ooh, okay. You coming with the heat today, bro? I'm I'm just teeing you up. I'm teeing you up over his final, and I don't. This, this, I do this. Like, I don't even have fucking notes pulled up in front of me. Right now, in front of me, I've got an eBay order lined up and some Amazon shit that I'm looking at while you're talking. Um, but I believe the last three or four games, last three out of four games, he averaged like 30 fantasy points a game with an offensive line that saw the highest combination of changes uh, up front. You know, Brooks was out. Lane Johnson was in and out. Peters was a shell of himself. I mean, offensive line was horrendous. He was throwing the ball to Jalen Rager, masquerading as a, as an Alpha X. Greg Ward, who played quarterback at Houston, Travis Fulgham. I don't, I literally have no clue where he even went to college. He didn't even just go to. He just fucking said, "I'm gonna go play in the league." Like he didn't even go to college, right? Just 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 said, "I'm gonna go play," and JJ ortega Whiteside. That those were his pass catching options outside of Dallas Goddard for the final couple of games. And here's the thing that people have to remember about the quarterback position in the NFL. It's not like Pee Wee and JV and Varsity where everyone gets some reps and we rotate. Like, the backups don't fucking do anything besides get the starting defense ready to play. Like, they have limited reps in practice because they have to focus on the starting quarterback. So, all throughout training camp, all throughout the season... Carson Wentz was being coached and practiced as the starter until the final four weeks of the season. So you had a rookie quarterback who we knew coming out of Oklahoma needed some time to develop, needed some time to mature, who basically rode the pine, came in to run a wildcat play here or there throughout the season, being thrust into the action the final four weeks of the season, and he still gave you 30 fantasy points per game? Bro, are you kidding me? Now they add a prop. Now they add a proper X wide receiver in Devontae Smith. You get Dallas Goddard back healthy. You return your offensive line. I believe they drafted help or signed some offensive line help. I, I think floor is top eight for Jalen Hurts. And there's still a ton of people out there who aren't believing in Jalen Hurts. And to, to be fair, you know, he's got to figure it out this season. If he doesn't make it happen this year, if he doesn't show well, then Philly's got, I think they got two or three first round picks next year. They're going to take a quarterback. But if if I had to put my faith in a basket, I think I think that Jalen Hurts is going to get it done here in 2021 and show that he can be the quarterback of the future. Top 10 is easy money, bro. You're not, at this point, we're talking about hot Cheetos now. You're not even, <laughs> you, you're wearing hot Cheetos now, Lopes. I'm going to need you to come a little stronger than that. I'm
0: going to keep teeing you up, man. I'm going to keep teeing you up. I didn't realize you came with a whole backpack full of takes, man. If I, if, if. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to jump ahead. I'm I'm going to throw out a name just again because you are you're you're cooking right now and I got to know in, in my in my head I want to talk CD Lamb. I want to talk CD Lamb. Uh if we're talking about hot takes uh, cd lamb's a tough one because this is a player that last show i talked about he be the only one of the only players from the rookie class that i, I take over you know these these these, these incoming guys um cd lamb's the truth man the problem for cd lamb for season-long purposes and we're not talking dynasty in this case we're talking season-long um is that he ha- he has amari cooper there uh and i'm a full believer in dak prescott Dak prescott getting right I think the sky's a limit is is obviously the limit for CD Lamb. The question for you, hot take wise, you know Ray in his bag right now uh, is is saying t- is top five in his range of outcomes with Amari there. Like I feel like that would be a hot take, but is it is it reasonable? Are we just are we just
1: talking noise at that point? Yeah, uh, I don't think so. Um, I don't think top five because in order to be top five, and we just have to assume that Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Let's just make that assumption now. Let's just let's just make that. So you got. You got Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, okay? Um, that's three guys right there. Justin Jefferson, is he going to repeat? You still have D.K. Metcalf, Calvin Ridley. Um, I, I just I don't know if top five is, you know, and that's the issue, right? As long as Amari Cooper is there, I do believe that CeeDee Lamb's uh, ceiling or what he could become is capped to a certain degree, right? I love CeeDee Lamb. I love him. But I, I just, man. I mean, you're, you. He can give you a couple of weeks of just gold, but then you start him, and then he does nothing, and it's a Michael Gallup week or it's a Mari Cooper week. Um, but Dak, yeah. And it, well, well, since you went Jarwin, Yo, okay. See, we're gonna parlay this, man. Since you went Jarwin, Dalton Schultz is about to fuck all of the Blake Jarwin truthers out there, because this man, I, I don't understand just the complete blatant disrespect for Dalton Schultz okay Dalton Schultz Blake Jarwin was undrafted I know they gave him a contract right Dalton Schultz was a fourth round pick out of Stanford we know Stanford tight ends have a history of producing in the league and he was really fucking good last year with Ben DiNucci Andy Dalton uh, Dak Prescott for a little bit he was a reliable target Mm-hmm. He is not going to the bench like he's not. He's not going to go to the bench and be relegated to oblivion because Blake Jarwin is back. What the fuck has Blake Jarwin done in his career? He's done nothing. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I believe, and I, I don't know. Let's 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 look this up because I don't I don't want to be wrong, <laughs> right? I, I don't think he's done much. Uh, let Let's see in his yeah. career, uh, his best season in 2019. 31 receptions, 365 yards. He had another 300-yard season uh the year before. So, you know, good breakout tall, you know, tight end type numbers. Dalton Schultz last season, 89 targets, 63 receptions, 615 yards, 4 TDs. Uh yeah, 33 first downs. I mean, listen, 70% catch rate. I, he's not going away, man. He's not going he's not being relegated yeah. to the bench I'm, I'm just down here i'm telling y'all what i'm hearing i'm giving you a little bit of sport talk dallas radio here yeah. <laughs> dalton schultz is like the quintessential i'm not even going to worry about a tight end like if you get a guy and then you're just like i'm gonna take a dart throw on somebody way way later like dalton schultz is the guy to go get because he he, he will be playing in two tight end sets with jarwin and i wouldn't even be shocked if he's starting over blake jarwin here in 2021
0: yeah, I was so, 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 so heavy on Blake Jarwin last year in season long. That was that was my, that was one of my favorite, favorite, favorite dart throws um, in those, you know, round 8, 10, whatever range that was last year. And I was so heavy on him. And unfortunately, the injury, I think it was the ACL sideline for the year. Uh, it, it, if I may, Ray, and I'm going to stir the pot because that's what, you know, I, like you said, Kelly and Nate teed me up a little bit. Uh, this could be this could be us calling out Kelly here and playerprofiler.com slash player dash rankings, man. I'm looking at I'm looking at the tight end rankings right now. Blake Jarwin sitting inside the top 20 at tight end 20. And your guy that you're sitting here talking of, you're telling people buy heavy on Dalton Schultz, Schultz te 35. So a bit of a gap there at playerprofiler.com. We got to get Kelly on the horn post-show to kind of correct some things here, man. Because I think what you're saying is that gap. Probably is far, far too wide from what from all the stock that people put into to to Jarwin for for really nothing at this point.
1: Listen, we are a marketplace of ideas, right? That's what that's uh, that's what, <laughs> what Kelly that, said. That's isn't right. that what Kelly? I love that a, a marketplace of ideas. I'm telling you right now, if anybody, if those rankings should be switched, if if anybody's going to be tied in twenty from the Dallas Cowboys, it should be J- Dalton Schultz and not Blake Jarwin. What have you done for me lately? You have got mm. a tight end who's done nothing in his career coming mm. off of an ACL and a tight end thrust into action who goes over six hundred yards, sixty plus receptions that had draft capital invested in him. Listen, I'm just so it's a hot take show. This and this ain't just bullshit. You can ask anybody who's in leagues with me, ask how much Dalton Schultz I have. I got Dalton Schultz everywhere. I mean he's a freebie. Tight end 35. What's what's the Dude, I mean, what are you what are you risking at tight end thirty five? You know, based on based on our rankings, I just playing alongside Prescott in that offense. Dalton Schultz is the tight end you want out of Dallas, not Blake Jarwin. Give us something good. Give us something good right here. Come on, Lopes. Look at me. Look at me, brother. Look at me, brother. I need something good from you right now, Lopes. This the time is ending. I need you. Have been lukewarm at best. Uh, uh, this show has. I don't even know what the first 8 minutes is going to sound like, but at this point you have got to save. You've got to you've got to save this.
0: Yo, so is it is it a hot take if I resurrect is it is it a hot take if I resurrect a Henry Ruggs 100 catch 100 target season? Is that a hot take? Could this be the year Ray that Henry Ruggs comes out and is utilized as a proper one? Could this be the year that the stars align, that Derek Carr, John Gruden, everybody wakes up and realizes we invested a 12th over fucking all selection in Henry Ruggs? Is this the year that John Gruden funnels targets? Can Henry Ruggs beat press this year? Can he get off the line? Can he be a 100, 100, 100 target receiver? Is that a hot take? Is that a... I'm I'm. I'm asking for a friend. That's that's my take. I'm bringing it back, right? I'm running back to take. 100 targets for Henry Ruggs. I'm going down with the ship if I'm going down.
1: I don't think that's... It's hot. It's so hot. I'm good. Either way, I win. <laughs> it's hot. I think you could have... I think you could have gone... I think you could have gone a little harder. Like,
0: like if I said Brian Edwards for 100 targets, that would have been like... That would have been, yo...
1: So I, I saw something float across the old bird app today that basically just insinuated, what if Brian Edwards just stinks? He's just too injury prone. He's not gonna he's not gonna develop. It's Waller to, and I, then I, I it's Rugs.
0: I couldn't deal with that man. A year after cutting Lin Limbo, and I had so I, much emotional stock invested in both these players, bro.
1: Rugs, twenty six receptions last year on forty three targets. Only played thirteen games. I don't think a hundred is is far outside of his range of outcomes i don't i don't that would be i mean if if gruden and the raiders are smart they would just i mean you do that regardless i mean you spent he's the number one. just throw it at him i mean you you, top 12 pick do you realize henry rex was a top 12 pick
0: man cd cd a guy named cd lamb was on the board was on the board (sighs) on the board
1: that's rough man that's rough um
0: is So I, for personal reasons I need I need one hundred targets, man. I need it. I need it right. So hot take or not.
1: You know, let's let's just let's just stick on the Alabama wide receiver theme from twenty twenty because right now I am all fucking in on Jerry Judy. I'm all okay. in. I mean I have okay. pushed all the chips into the middle of the table. He is the biggest dynasty buy at wide receiver in my opinion right now. I, I I think did you see the picture of Cortland Sutton and that Robocop type knee brace that he was wearing the other day? I mean it this thing if you take Gronk's arm elbow thing and throw it on Cortland Sutton's leg, that's that's what he's running in, man. I just I don't know. I don't know. But we, we keep talking about we keep talking about Cortland Sutton being the one A and Jerry Judy the one B. I think it's reversed. I, I think Jerry Judy this dude Ryan Lopes is the second coming of Stefan Diggs. I mean, the, the, the way that he wins in his routes, his ability to create after the catch. I mean, he was top six in the NFL in air yards last year as a rookie. He like the, the, the only thing holding Judy back is the quarterback situation. But that's going to change at some point. And it could change his offseason with Aaron Rodgers. And if Aaron Rodgers lands in Denver, I think you asked me a question about Jerry Ju- uh, C.D. Lamb being top five. I think Jerry Judy, if, if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver, I believe that Jerry Judy would finish as a top five wide receiver in the NFL. I believe he's the second coming of Stephon Diggs. Fantastic player. My biggest dynasty buy at the wide receiver position right now because of all the focus that's being paid to these rookies. I guarantee there are people out there right now who wouldn't even want to trade Rashad Bateman for Jerry Judy because of rookie fever. They they would rather have Trey Sermon and Amon Ross St. Brown that package over a Jerry Judy because it's it's what have you done for me lately? Out of sight, out of mind. Denver's quarterback situation sucks. They got Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. They got all these running backs. I don't want any part of that offense. I want Jerry Judy. He is outstanding. We are looking at a potential perennial Pro Bowl-type talent at the wide receiver position. Uh, yeah. Right now, there are only two wide receivers from the 2021 class that I would take ahead of Jerry Judy, and that's Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase. That's how bullish I am on Jerry Judy. So for for me, as I, as I, as I roll out of here, I, I think – Hey, Jerry Judy, we all should be buying Jerry Judy. He's, he's Stefan Diggs 2.0. I want that player on my team. He's a good fucking player, man.
0: Like you said, bro. Number six in air yards. Number two, and you bought up this nugget a couple weeks ago. Number two in unrealized air yards with 965. So much proverbial meat on the bone, and I was the guy that was ranking him above C.D. Lamb for rookie drafts. That, you know, last year, whatever. That was that was me being the donk that I am, ranking ranking Judy above Lamb um the reality is like you said Judy's a good player a really good player uh we haven't had the support quarterback wise but if those unreal 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 unrealized air yards tell any sort of story man this is a screaming 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 by uh you're you're smart to be well ahead of it man uh, and even if it doesn't you know flare off this year if Teddy Bridgewater isn't that guy that's gonna get it done and unlock him mean, you have to imagine that Elway or someone there gets someone Uh, under center that's able to unlock you know the jerry judy's the 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 noah fan hopefully Cortland sutton gets right again down the road but jerry judy man could be kind of leading the pack out the gate ray i got nothing else hot takey to add but but i i believe we do have some housekeeping items as like you said as we roll on out of here we got some housekeeping items um to to kind of throw out there i'll start first since mine's a super super quick one um, this the breakout finder will be taking a two week hiatus uh, after after today. You know uh, we'll be we'll be diving back in sometime in June. We sat back with the with with the brain trust Ray and myself and and, and Matt Kelly of course and, and Nate. It's just the everything's everything's kind of stagnant right now, boys and girls. You know what I mean? We, we we sit on this mic because Ray and I got a connection here. We just love chopping up, love talking to you guys, love love talking ball here. But the reality is, man, we're gonna we're gonna wait for some some other kind of headlines to uh to 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 kind of pop up, and then we'll we'll be back in this chair talking ball again sometime in early June, mid June. So two weeks, y'all can catch me then.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, and well deserved, man. We've been grinding out throughout the entire draft season and before that. You know, it's been it's been a long ride and everybody needs a little break to refresh and reset. So you have earned it. Lopes, you have earned it. Real life Uh, takes precedent over everything. And I know that when the show comes back, it's going to be full of heat and gas. Um, uh, For me, this is actually going to be my last episode as a regular host here on the Breakout Finder show, man. Um, Last last episode. Old GQ has got to step away. GQ's got to step away. Um, you know, some, you know, some other opportunities have come about that are just, it's an amazing opportunity for my family, for my, for my sons, uh, for myself personally. Um, and I just want to thank you first and foremost, Lopes, for, uh, for letting me, uh, step in for Nate Liss, uh, and and do this show with you, man, when, when I say I, I thoroughly enjoy getting on the mic with you it, it it may be on a Monday it may be on a Sunday it may be on a
0: yeah whenever it is man whenever your boy yeah, calls yeah, <laughs> yeah whenever
1: you call but I, I I've enjoyed it man and I don't believe this will be the last time I'm ever on the Breakout Finder show um so I just want to thank Matt Kelly uh, Nate Liss sincerely from the bottom of my heart uh, for giving me an opportunity to chop it up with you all throughout the fall, with the Future Cash Show, with the Break Breakout Finder Show. um, And most importantly, the listeners, man, for all of y'all rocking with everything that we're laying down over here, man. Stay tapped in. Stay tuned in. There's good shit coming. I mean, Cody's on board now. Larky's on board. I mean, there's just great stuff happening uh, with with the team, with the squad, man. But for anybody out there, I'm wondering what's next for GQ. I'm still going to be in the content game. Uh, Some announcements will be released here, uh, hopefully in the next, like, 24 to 48 hours. But you can find me, uh, all my rankings, film breakdowns, all that shit, YouTube, Destination Devi, podcast, Destination Devi. And then, of course, Patreon, if you would, you know, if you want to support the movement, support the All Gas Army, the squad, patreon.com forward slash all gas. But, Lopes, man, I I think we just need to... We just need to go out like we always do, man. The the old Scott Barrett outro, man. The old Scott Barrett (laughs) outro. Hey, man. For Ray Garvin, Ryan Lopes. Show's over. On a scale of 1 to 10, how, how mad is Kelly going to be?